This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not, it works. No, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who I'm are you lo- talking I'm, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha. Exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words are right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. This is Chops. And Craig WK. And we're back. I know you like it. We're back, baby. Back in the saddle again. I was trying to think of more back <laughs> references I could make, and then I just blanked out. Backstreet's back, all right. No, nope, that was not one that I wanted to, but let's go back to the future of this show in this episode, which we are talking about... Super Mario Court? <laughs> Ooh, Super Mario Court? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> it's Yana L- Mario! Please arise! No! <laughs> Bailiff, will you restrain the defendant? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to jail. No. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Just a bunch of noises. Just, oh, gosh. Oh. Super Mario Court. Next game by Nintendo on the Switch. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's right there with P- uh, Detective Pikachu. And uh, I was going to say, they could just do a crossover with uh, uh, Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney. Uh, Phoenix Ace, Wright. Yeah, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney at Law. They should do, like, Detective Pikachu goes and <laughs> finds a crime, a criminal, and then they get prosecuted in Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Kart. So, rather than Super Mario Kart, yes. we're instead, of course, talking about Super, Super Mario Kart. Kart. Where they play on courses. But they don't go to jail or deal with trials for speeding. No, that's that's correct. It would be a much different <laughs> game if there was actual law enforcement involved in this. Yeah, yeah I guess Lakitu is not exactly law enforcement, though he does get pretty upset at you if you go the wrong way. Well, it's dangerous. It's a lesson for all children to learn. <laughs> You're not wrong. Super Mario Kart was a 1992 kart racing game for the Super Nintendo published and developed by none other than the Big N... Nintendo. Yep, released on September first. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure I actually got this game on my uh, birthday because my oh, I have a September really? birthday. Yeah. Um. Well, this game went on to sell nine million copies worldwide. It became the third best SNES selling game of all time. Uh, was it in fourth? Third. Was it? Because I'm pretty sure it was. Wasn't it fourth? I have in my notes third. Really? I could have sworn, and I could be crazy, but I thought that I had... Hey, this is crazy. 
because it was outsold by Mario World, Mario All Stars, and Donkey Kong Country, right? Uh, I don't have that here on mine. Maybe, maybe I'll do some research while you're talking. All right, yeah. So in any event, though, Super Mario Kart was hugely popular. It was packaged with. Uh, 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 the Super Nintendo at one point, yes, as well as the you know all these other uh, uh, games that I had listed as well. So that did have a say in the matter. Uh, but the uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, number four is uh, 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 it was four. I was wrong. Uh, no, it's I fine. I mean, apologize. it was up there. I quit. I'm out. <laughs> I was wrong. I'll never be on this show again. Listen, chops. If being wrong kept you off the show. Oh, I would have quit a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess I don't care. And that's true. I don't care. Anyways. But yeah, 8.76 8. million. That's a lot of games. That is a lot of games. Uh, this game uh, has been credited with being one of the reasons why Nintendo started branching out with other properties with Mario, like Mario sports games and stuff. Because prior to this, the only branching out you had was Super Mario World, right? Well, that was even just another Mario game, though. Yeah, you know? I mean, it was a little different, but like, they didn't have tennis. They didn't have... Because the Virtual Boy wasn't out yet. Yeah, the, the Virtual Boy wasn't out yet. Uh, as far as that goes, the... Uh, uh, yes. The only... I'm trying to think. I think the only other times Mario was involved with stuff like that is when it was a cameo. Yeah, I'd you know, say like, so. Like when he was the ref in, like, you know, Punch-Out! Punch out. And, and when he was, like, uh, 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 I think in, was it in the original Golf on Nintendo, Mario and his friends were in that, or no? I don't know. No, it, I don't, and maybe it was just Mario, or somebody who looked like Mario, I, I don't really remember in any event, but but yeah, no, uh, so this game really, like, showed Nintendo, oh wow, like, there's, like, Mario can do whatever he wants, he'll get away with it. And get away with it, he did, as he's now into, <laughs> like, all, he goes. <laughs> he's in all sports oh, games. Dude. He's in a run game on your app phone or your phone app yes he he run, he races oh, God. yeah just everything yeah everything well uh so to kind of give a quick recap of this game because i think most people know it it's a kart racing game mm-hmm. uh you play you can choose from a series of eight mario characters can you name them all without looking Ooh, without looking yes i think i can i i'm i'm actually this is probably i don't think this is my favorite uh I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. I don't think this is the best Mario Kart game ever made. I would agree. But I do think that it is my favorite. Okay. I, right. I, 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 yeah. yeah, so we have Mario, we have Luigi, we have Princess Peach, we have Yoshi, uh, and yes. all the racers have their own like speed sets. So you have Mario and Luigi who have the same speed. They're like the average. The average. Uh, you have Yoshi and uh, Princess Peach who I believe have a little bit more acceleration uh, than Mario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. Not as much weight. Uh, you have uh, Bowser and Donkey Kong Jr. That's correct. Not Donkey Kong himself, but Donkey Kong Jr. is in this game. This, I think, might have been one of the last games with Donkey Kong Jr. in it. It was. Well, I'll be danged. And uh, you also had uh, Toad and my personal favorite, who I always used, Koopa Troopa. That's correct. Thank you. You win nothing. Oh. Congratulations. Hooray. Um, yeah, so this is the last kind of time you see Donkey Kong Jr., who was replaced by Donkey Kong. Um, Arguably, they're the same character, though, because supposedly yeah. Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong Country is just Donkey Kong Jr., because Cranky Kong is supposedly the original Donkey Kong. Supposedly. Oh, really? I didn't know that history. 
I, I feel like they vaguely mention it in like when you go to visit Cranky Kong at one point oh, in Donkey okay. Kong Country. That's that's the rumor anyway. Now, do you know the specific items that they get? Ooh, let me see if I can remember all the items. So, uh, in, in this game, unlike you know, for our listeners who mm-hmm. aren't as familiar with the series, which I mean, I feel like everyone should be, but if you're not, we won't judge. Uh, you just get, slightly for my little, yeah, just a little. Uh, but you you can get items. You you race yeah, around the you, track. You, you run get, over question blocks on yep. the ground. Exactly, chops and uh, and yeah. So you you get fun items. So you have the mushroom, which mm-hmm. boosts your speed. You can throw banana peels or drop banana peels, mm-hmm. and it spins out you the an enemy racer or yourself if you forget you left it there and hit it like an idiot. Uh, you can get uh, a feather, which lets you jump, mm-hmm. which is sometimes dumb, but there are a few like secret little like you know shortcuts that you can use the feather for, which is kind of cool. Uh, let's see here. You can get the green shell, which is just launches in a direction, bounces off stuff. The red shell, which uh, uh, homes in on people, but if it hits a wall or something, it just you know it fizzles out. Uh, Let's see. What am I forgetting? You have the lightning bolt. Is the lightning bolt in this one? I'm. Well, oh, maybe it's not. I. You know what? I I think that I I don't think there is the lightning bolt now that I'm thinking about. It. I think that was added in the uh, 64 version after this. I uh, so we'll skip the lightning bolt uh, unless chops. You can prove that it was in the game. I don't even know if I have a list of all the items. Oh, I think I do. Uh, but let me see if I can name the rest of them first. Uh, there was the ghost, which steals an item from an uh, uh, from yep. somebody else, and then you turn invisible, and the superstar, mm-hmm. and that turns you invincible and increases your speed. Yep. Enemies had special powers, like so. Instead of yeah, banana when you're peels, playing against a, comp- a computer, mm-hmm. you know Yoshi could drop eggs. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Donkey Kong Junior. could throw bananas. Still, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I think Toad dropped mushrooms, and Princess Peach, I think, dropped mushrooms as well. Probably, and they sp- spun you out as if they were like a banana peel. Yeah, they're essentially just yeah things that cause you to spin out and lose coins. Yeah, uh, and coins are. Somewhat important in this game, if I remember right, because I think the more coins you have, technically the more more acceler or top speed you can have. So, yeah, that's what uh, it is. I think it, it increases your top potential. So you collect ten coins, and then you are able to get a little bit faster. But the thing with this game is that so there was a lot of R and D involved in this, mm-hmm. like in real life. The developers and creators went and raced go-karts a lot to kind of get the feel for it. <laughs> and then they realized that it was that was more that wasn't it didn't translate well into yeah. the game. So they kind of had to change things a little bit. But um, the the computers, I think in this there's the rubber band system in this, correct? So basically, you can only go so f- you you could only go so far, and they would catch up. Or is this prior to that? Do you remember? I think that's prior, prior because you it? could lap people. In okay, this game. so then yeah. So in, in in subsequent games after they had this rubber band system, where like you know you could get super fast, super far ahead, but then it always seemed like the computer caught up to cre- keep it more competitive. Yeah, this yeah you could race around the track, and if you're really good at it, and your friends were terrible, then you could lap them. Oh, absolutely, yeah, you can totally lap people in this. I. Uh, the uh, just a, another little quick point out of the uh, the you know sort of just general rules of the game. You have uh, uh, different difficulty settings, different yeah. CCs. Yep, uh, you had five, uh, 50 and a hundred, and then you could unlock one hundred and fifty. Yep, and then you had uh, three uh, co- uh, like 
cups cups that you start with the mushroom the flower and the star and mm-hmm. then you unlock the special mm-hmm. which eventually leads you to the uh, traditional the the rainbow road right I uh, now I uh, one of the the kind of cool things I thought about the game chops and I think you might agree is not only the do the characters of course make of course homages to the Mario series but some of the levels themselves did well the whole game the levels were named after Super Mario World places yeah yeah so you have like a, a vanilla lake donut uh, uh, donut uh, hills or donut hills yeah donut or no donut plains well, donut I'm plains sorry yeah, donut ghost plains. valley ghost valley which is ghost they call it ghost valley but really it's just based on the haunted houses from Mario yeah. World. Uh, but yeah, they, they did a good job of tying in like the Mario World uh, uh, sort of like, you know, areas and stuff to and levels to, to, you know, make it kind of interesting. Yeah. So you had um, you had a, a, a track would consist of walls that you could not jump off of when you bounced mm-hmm. into yep. road that you stayed on that kept your speed constant yep. grass that you would run over or dirt. Whatever it slow is, slow it down. Yeah, it would slow it down. And then they also had like oil slicks slash like water water spots, right? Like yep, uh, things that would slow your speed, but then also potentially have you cause a, a spin out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, there is a, a a fair amount of obstacles like that. Uh, one of the uh, uh, yeah, the big things about this game was the mode seven. Mode 7. Mode 7. Here we go. I don't know this one. Here's a little bit of tech talk for everybody. Mode 7 is the... You know how uh, uh, there are some Super Nintendo games where the background scrolls and moves? uh, uh, Like, for example, the entire game of Mario Kart you when you race you're not racing on like a level like you would some like in another game you're racing throughout a background essentially yeah now the uh the cool thing like unlike the second genesis which didn't have the technology of the mode 7 which was like this fancy thing nintendo you know came up with for their super nintendo was uh the fact that it scrolls the the background you know you can move the background now, the, the one of the reasons why it's sort of kind of like, you know, just sort of neat, though, is the fact that, like, if you think about it, like, how are you, you can't, like, have the sprites themselves really, you know, interact much with that. So, like, if you're uh, playing Mario Kart the next time you play it, pay attention to the racers because when they come up on you, their size increases pretty abruptly. And that's because they're preset sizes of their sprites. So when you look at someone in your rearview mirror or someone way up ahead of you, you see them as real small. And then when you get a little closer, the size of their sprite increases. And then you get a, get a little closer, the size of the sprite increases again. And they're like a regular size. The That's what they did to essentially mimic the feeling of uh, an F Zero did the same thing. Oh yeah, okay, all right. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's how they they got you. Uh, they mimicked the the sort of like that 3D effect without actually having it be 3D. Yeah, and then they they also rendered the sprites in 16 different angles. Oh yeah, they would have to, so that, wouldn't they? To make it so that when they would turn or when when you'd pass them or, or things like that, they had to have 16 different angles of their sprites. Yeah, and and it's probably because not only because you could look in the rearview mirror, yep, you know, and see them. So like you had yeah. to have the front and the back when they're turning, when they're spinning out, when mm-hmm. they're jumping, things like that. Yeah, yeah. 
And then, um, uh, so so kind of general, you're playing story mode, which allows you to get points and ranks based on your placing. Mm-hmm. But then you also had time trials, yeah, where yeah. you could ra- race against you know yourself, basically trying to beat the best time that you can. Um, and then you also had the battle mode. Ah, battle mode. Um, uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, prior to, oh, also you could do the the one on one match mode where you could go up against a friend. Oh yeah, yeah. There's verse there, mode there as was, well. Stuff like that. But yeah. battle mode, I guess the two main playing for me was by myself, playing against the computer, yep. progressing, and battle mode. Mm-hmm. And originally, they made it so that there was no obstacles and you would just like drive around an empty square. Mm-hmm. But they thought it was too disorienting because you're turning so much that they put obstacles in the way so that it kind of limited your amount of turning and sharp turning ah. because uh, so that it made the gameplay feel a little bit easier. Yeah, um, I read about this on on, on the interwebs and uh, yeah, because after some serious te- play testing, they're like, okay, this is just a little too crazy. Yeah, and when I think about it, if I were to play this game, there'd be no obstacles, and I'm just trying to make sharp turns. Like I would just probably be in circles. <laughs> yeah. um, but the goal is to basically pop balloons that are around your opponent. There's three of them, and you can mm-hmm. use power-ups. You can run into them. Um, and basically, whoever's last person standing wins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to... You want a weird little uh, history lesson about me and a buddy of mine? Oh, I mean, I always enjoy your weird, weird stories. So, when I was a kid, and and even more recently, when the, uh, the mini Super Nintendo Classic came out, uh, I have a buddy named Andy who I've known since third grade. I've known yep. him like all my life. He's like my best friend. We used to play battle mode cooperatively. Hear me out. Like against <laughs> the computer or? Oh, no, because there's no computer. Yeah, I, that's why. Yeah. What we would do is we'd start each match and we would get a bunch of green shells. So we'd get green shells. And what you do is you launch them on an angle. So they start bouncing in between yes. the, 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 the blockades, yeah. the walls and stuff. And it gets to the point where it's just the levels loaded with green shells bouncing around. And the point of our little like mini game that we made up is that we would have to like target more green shells and have to like line them up and launch them and knock out other green shells. And if you fail, you're adding more to the chaos. And it's basically just sort of this like kind of cooperative thing where we would see how long we could get through before we like lost. It was basically just this like like sort of like, like a gauntlet. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it Mario was gauntlet. it sounds weird. But the next time you're playing Mario Kart and you want to play around in a different way, give it a shot. It's actually a lot of fun because, you know, you can, like, try to, like, like trip up the shells, like, tie, like, yeah. sort of, you sort of have to, like, figure out where they're going to bounce and you could leave, like, a banana peel there or something. But the thing is, is the more chaos you're leaving behind. Right. the more you got dodged, the more you can't move. Yeah, yeah. and the more you're likely going to be hit. So, because even though, and the other thing you got to watch out for is red shells. Because as soon as you have a red shell, you have to be careful because your buddy's running around somewhere but feasibly that's ammunition you could use so you have to like make sure your friends on the other side of the like the map or you have to just waste it so how would you figure out when enough was enough and then you had to start shooting the other shells oh you basically it's when you die like when some but when one person loses all their balloons that's when we realize okay well we've lost this one because one of us died Oh, it wasn't a who could who could survive the longest between the two of you. Oh yeah, no, it was cooperative. It, oh. it was we wanted to keep the thing going. Oh, so okay. the longer it went, the better. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was it was it's weird, but like it was a lot of fun. Hey, I mean you're you're playing the game in a way that wasn't intended. And I think that's great. It was it was you neat. Know? Yeah, that's it was a lot cool. of fun. Well, I enjoy this game a lot. 
You enjoy this game a lot. Indeed. Do we want to hear some music from this game? I do. You do? Okay. I really do. I, uh, I, I, there's, uh, uh, this is, as, as, you know, Chops is loading up the, uh, the music to get it ready here. I, uh, I really, really enjoyed, uh, Mario Kart. In fact, uh, before we jump to the music, I did have one last question here for you. Who did you always use, Chops? Who was your favorite? Um, I usually chose probably, I don't know. It was weird. So as a kid, I wanted the fastest. Mm-hmm. So I would choose a Yoshi or a Toad. But as I got older, I wanted a beefier character. So I would play Bowser or Donkey Kong. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I, since I didn't, pl- I haven't played it as much as an adult, I would say my most played would be either Yoshi or Toad. Okay. I, yeah, I used uh, uh, Koopa Troopa for that acceleration because mm-hmm. I wasn't. Like, I, even to this day, I'm not very good at racing games. Like, I like Mario Kart games. I have a lot of fun with them. But I'm not a big racing game fan, yeah. so I bump into stuff a lot or I get tripped up a lot. And so I need that acceleration or else I'm not going to be able to compete. But now that we have the music about ready to roll here, uh, the soundtrack was composed by Soyo Oka. Soyo Oka uh, sadly has not been doing much in the way of like video game music as of late, which is really a shame because a lot of her other works, which are also from the early Super Nintendo's life, are awesome. Like the, the, the soundtracks that she's done have been great. She did the soundtrack to Sim City for Super oh. Nintendo. Real mellow. Yeah. She did the music for Pilot Wings for oh, Super wow. Nintendo. Real mellow. She's done a lot of real jazzy kind of like funky kind of mellow music. And Mario Kart is not any different. It's very, very like kind of like mellow and upbeat and happy. Yeah, Yeah. it's uh, almost kind of Calypso-y kind of thing going on to a lot of it. Uh, It's certain tracks, especially, you know, I guess maybe not like Bowser's Castle or the Ghost House. But uh, she also did the uh, she didn't compose it, obviously, but she rearranged the music for Super Mario All-Stars. Oh, okay. So she uh, she also had a hand in uh, getting getting us those Super Nintendo remixes of the classics. But let's go ahead and play uh, one of your favorites, Chop. So what do you got for us here? I've got up here Vanilla Lake. Two reasons I like this song. It reminds me of Super Mario World and ice cream. I love ice cream. I love ice cream as well. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, it's always chocolate Okay. in any form, really? usually, except for dark chocolate. Not a big fan uh, of dark chocolate? Or if it has caramel in it, I'm not a huge fan of that. Really? Not a big fan um, of caramel? But like, you know, like Twist, just pure, just regular chocolate, almond chocolate, moose tracks. Oh, moose tracks. Uh, uh, I, I love Rocky Road with the chocolate in it is really good. Um, I, I am a fan of Rocky Road. Anything with like if it has brownies and chocolate chips in it and cookie dough, it's a hub. yeah, I'll, I'll eat that. <laughs> uh, pretty much if chocolate's involved, I'm eating it. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of chocolate and peanut butter. So, anything else we want to keep talking about ice cream? Can we make this an ice cream podcast? Can you I know, you know I'm not I a, You know I have a second stomach for ice cream. I have horrible acid reflux, which makes it so that ice cream causes me pain, like just like a lot of pain. Oh, but it doesn't stop me from eating it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Let's listen to Vanilla Lake. Thank you. 
there's that there's that calypso music, right? I, that's what I'm saying. It's there's some of the tracks have that calypso-y vibe to them. It's just real chill. Yeah, I like it a lot. It, yeah, it's it, it's enough background music in a racing game because there's noises of the carts and, oh, and the sure. characters. So you don't want anything too overwhelming. But uh, when you're playing, because I think this is the f- besides this and Donut Plains, these are like the first ones I think right some of the first tracks uh, or am I wrong in the mushroom cup because you're talking about it depends on, on the cup okay never mind that but either way I just remember playing these the most because they're just kind of the most chill tracks real mellow yeah. wait chill was that a pun no, it was not intended, but now it is. <laughs> so next up, we have uh, my personal favorite from the game, uh, Koopa Beach, which it does not get much more Calypso than this. Uh, the, the Calypso is quite high in this track. A <laughs> couple one-two Calypso on this. All right. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Here favorite just video game songs in general it's just so fun it is you just want to chill out like you i could see myself listening to the soundtrack at a beach resort just right chilling out absolutely it's it's so good it's super mellow now the the one thing though is that not the entire soundtrack is mellow no there, there's a few kind of uh, like they're they're good songs, but they're a little bit darker, like Ghost Valley, which you've chosen for us, uh, Chops. Yes, yes. I hope you're ready for some Spooksville. So I'm I'm ready to be spooked. Sp- no, I don't think that's how it works. Okay, Is it? no. Here we go. No. Craig, this isn't Sorry. Ninja Dragon. Get back in here. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I, uh, when I hear that music, it makes me uh, laugh maniacally sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's real spooky, real eerie. It just puts me right back in the place of Super Mario World, like playing inside one of Boo's castles. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I, I like the 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 music reminds me of like the flutter of bat 
wings. The like, like you know, that's well, yeah, going through. Uh-huh, that, and, and the Doppler effect of things like coming by that you're, it's because yeah. it's a little echoey, so you're not sure where sound is coming from. Yeah, I, I think Soyo Oka did a really good job with like the, like imitating instrumentation on this. Like the, you, you almost feel like there's a steel drum in the like Koopa Beach yep. song. In this, you have that like echoey effect. You know, she did an awesome job. Now, we have one more track, which is probably like Koopa Beach is my favorite. Uh, and it's probably it probably is the one I've listened to the most. But this is probably the track I think most people have gotten the most out of the yeah, game. Yeah, this I would is, agree. Yeah, this is the battle mode theme. Let's go ahead and uh, give this one a listen and remind everybody of, uh, you know, that precious battle mode that we got out of this. appreciate the like the like in the back yeah. like it's you really it's, like that i really do i don't know why it just uh it makes me i don't know it, may, it reminds me of like what like a battle would you know like a super nintendo battle would be you know i don't know i uh i really i really dig this song though and it's and it's a good thing it is a good song because i feel like maybe people wouldn't have spent so much time in battle mode if it was a really lame song yeah that's fair you know i uh yeah i i really I really, really have mixed feelings on Soya Oka's work because, like, I really love Pilots. I really love uh, SimCity. I really love Mario Kart's music. And that's about all she did before she, like, moved on to other stuff. And, uh, yeah, she doesn't really do video game music anymore. That's crazy. And, and it's so good. So good. It does a really – yeah, uh, I would say – because I, I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to begin making a racing soundtrack. These days, they just kind of place – actual music on tracks now yeah yeah um but i i mean i i kudos to her because she made it work like she made each level feel unique she made the aesthetic of battle mode feel like it's a battle like the so a lot of the sounds sound like lasers like going Uh off you know so it's it's impressive to see someone be able to do this with the super nintendo game and then but also it's kind of sad that there isn't a lot more of their work out there absolutely yeah i uh and and i think that a lot of the mario karts games have good soundtracks you know oh yes they they you know they're all pretty enjoyable uh but yeah i i there's always going to be a special place in my heart for the soundtrack to this game Mm -hmm. and and even though i mean like you know if you go back and you play mario kart 64 and you go back and play this one you know a lot of people are going to say yeah okay why would i play super mario kart if i can play mario kart 64 why would i play mario kart 64 if i can play double dash you know there's going to be a lot of people that feel that way and hey i kind of get it you know super mario kart can be a little dated you know the the mode seven effect when you're racing can be a little clunky you know but it's fun. It's it it's a, fun. It is a really good racing game, and I think that uh, even if it's still if it's a little dated, I think it holds up enough that you can still totally still play it. Today. And I would definitely recommend this game more than Double Dash because Double Dash was garbage. Really, I like Double I Dash. I hated Double Dash. Really, I really enjoyed. I Double don't Dash. like the two 
person deal. Like, it's not, no. I mean, if you didn't like that, just get two racers and then just don't switch. No, it's, no. There's other things that go into play in that. But we could do that in another episode, maybe. Um, well, that'll come someday at some someday, point. You know, someday. We're, we're, we'll have to have that argument at uh, you know uh, some point here on the right. show. But uh, yeah, Super Mario Kart is is one of my favorites. It's it's probably my favorite. It might even be my favorite racing game of all time. Wow. Because I'm not a big racing game fan, and so I really like the Mario Kart games, and I had a lot of nostalgia with this one. Like, you know, I played the Nintendo 64 one a lot. I played Double Dash. We need to get you you into some racing games, some different ones. Maybe play some cruising games. I played Um, Cruising USA when I was younger. I never really played Wipeout. Wipeout's fun. Wave Race is terrible. (laughs) But I did own Wave Uh, Race. uh, Of course, everybody did. There wasn't many games in 64, so that was like your choice. All right, Um, right, but but this game is great. If you haven't played it, you should go back uh, and if you have an SNES Classic, this is perfect. Oh, yeah. SNES Classic has it. Wii U Uh, console, the virtual console does. The 3DS's virtual console. Uh, you can get it on there. Yep. Uh, you know, crossing our fingers for that uh, Switch virtual console yep, at some point, maybe that isn't going to happen. Never in their uh, life. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but uh, but no, it would be great because because uh, one of the cool things that Nintendo said was that when let me rephrase that if they release a uh, online service for us and uh, they they'll have like uh, uh, like online multiplayer for old games, Super Mario Super Mario Kart with multiplayer online. Could be good. That'd be a lot of fun. Could be I good. would I'd play the heck out of that. Yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll and see then I would the get into goes. online matches and be like, hey guys, let's shoot the green shells a bunch and then we'll like start uh no, and you're just gonna shoot me. All right, fair enough. That. No one's gonna nobody, nobody will want to play that game with me. Except for Andy. Andy, I'm 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 letting you know you need a switch. If if you haven't gotten a switch already and I don't think you have Buy a switch. You're on call. You're on you're on call right <laughs> now. You better buy that switch for the potential just wait until virtual console's out, Andy, and let Craig tell you if it's real. You shut your mouth, Chops. Yep. Andy's buying Andy. a Switch and Andy, virtual consoles potentially money. maybe coming, perhaps, maybe. Save your money, Never. Andy. Save your money. <laughs> All right, let's get into our retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for retro relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro relapse. All right. So this week, we have another one of our Game Genie perk winners. Yeah. this Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. You can sign up there, become a $5 patron, and you will be able to get entered into our Game Genie perk where, if your name is drawn, you get to pick one of our uh, Retro Relapse games. Yep. Any game of your choosing that is up into the uh, roughly like PS3 era, I would say. Uh, No, you know. Like well yeah not into PS3 yeah but not into PS3 to yeah, PS3. prior to PS3 Thank prior you, to yes. PS3 prior to 360 and uh, I'd say best judgment for you is uh, at least 10 years old or back yeah preferably yeah yes. yeah yeah uh, so this month we had brick and mortar as the winner and as far as that goes. Uh, we had the uh, the winning or the he chose I should say Rocket Robot on Wheels for the Nintendo sixty four. Yes, yes. Now this was not a game that we had available, but you picked it up off the internet and for a pretty reasonable price. And at the end of this retro relapse, I will let you know whether I feel like it was worth the money Ooh, or not. Okay, I like this. Yeah, I that's like what this we're gonna do. Here. Brick and mortar. We're calling you out. And this is uh, this is all for you, buddy. If uh, if uh, if I don't feel like it was worth it, I'm gonna be uh, jumping gonna be on that Discord for uh, a patron donation. 
No. <laughs> no, no. So this game is an is a platformer developed by Sucker Punch Productions, and it was also published by Ubisoft on the 64 mm-hmm. and released October 31st in 1999. And you play as Rocket, which is this motorcycle unawheeled robot who yeah. can jump and has a tractor beam. And you're going through this platform similar in the style of like a Diddy Kong racer, Banjo-Kazooie, um, kind of thing, uh, going through collecting some coins or, or sorry, tickets in this case. Ah, yes. From sprockets, tickets and sprockets, sprockets uh, uh, and gear, something like that. Yeah, and then and then machine parts to help fix this world, which is basically just like a giant Disneyland of different world themes. In space, space, in space, space yes, space, in space, space, in space, 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 space. Yes, uh, weird, 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 weird. Oh, I wish my voice would echo. Oh. Oh, no. that's that's no. that's bad. bad, uh, bad, bad. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So Sucker Punch uh, Productions, uh, who made this, went on to make like the Sly Cooper series. Yeah, the Sly Cooper and Infamous. And Infamous. That's if right. That's more the popular, other one. Or, or more popular game of date, and or of late. Is it of date or of late? As of late. As of late. Yep. As of late. Um, words. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, they ended up slapping together this game though for the Nintendo sixty four, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, it was it was it, it was, was good. It it's was got fun. Some, it's got yeah. some, some fun history to it. So if you want to look it up, there's some cool stuff that they did through the production of this game. But uh, we'll, we're kind of just going to go over our impressions of the game itself. Yeah, yeah. We we so, played it for uh, honestly maybe even a little longer than most retro relapse games. I was I feel having like. a lot of fun with it. Yeah, Chops got the first turn, and I was like like uh, leaving like uh, uh, passive aggressive remarks on him. I was like, yeah, you know, whatever you want to, you know, just give me your turn, give me my turn, Chops. Just you know, whenever. And then, like after a while, Chops is like still playing. I was like, "All right, yeah, Chops. The next time you no, keel over, I was like, give me the give I, me the I, control.'" I leaned over and I said, "Oh well, I'll play this first level. He could play the next one as I'm really enjoying it." And then it, I was just exploring the first level. I wasn't trying to get through it too fast. Yeah, I'm well aware. It Chops. was great. I I liked I liked it. It, it the controls. We're actually pretty solid. They, yeah, they're they're tighter than I thought they would be because uh, you know I I got spoiled on like Mario sixty four and then like Banjo Kazooie's pretty great, you know. But there was a lot of platformers on the Nintendo sixty four who you know companies that thought that they would be able to be like, oh, I'll make a better. Right. N- Nintendo can't be that great, right? Like I need to be able to make something as good as that, and they weren't that good, right? But this one is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was solid. I. Uh, I like the controls. I felt like the the mechanics of like you building up speed as this little wheeled robot were mm-hmm. were pretty solid. One of the uh, one of uh, I, I would say if I had a gripe, it would be sometimes the camera gets a little funny on you. And that's that was typical with the sixty four camera yeah. angles in games because it was newer technology, three dimensional mm-hmm. platforming. You know, you use the C sticks to change your camera yeah. angles, but like if you were in a spot where it was like a tunnel and you tried to move the camera, it was freaking out. Mm-hmm. And and it was not easy to navigate in that case. Yeah, that that was about my only gripe because I mean the camera moved pretty fluidly outside of tight areas, but right. once you were in a confined space, it was a little obnoxious. But I think that's a small price to pay for for pretty pretty fun graph. Uh, you know, for pretty fun game. I would say the game was a little bit darker aesthetically than I thought it would be and maybe yes. it was just the first level we, well, were, we were in. we were in clowny world. And I thought it would be brighter. I, I, would, I thought like lots of pastels, blues and reds and stuff. Well, we didn't see clowns until we got like higher up in the level. Like it yeah, took a while. Yeah, it was like it's on and like a weird. It was like on a platform like with stilts on like an island. Yeah, it was like on an island. It was like a big spaceship looking thing but it was really just a, 
a, a like a stage, like kind, kind of like a of, large yeah. stage. It was a little weird. I I feel like maybe they they just sort of like maybe they were in a bit of a rush in the game and they were just like, hey, just take these aesthetics and throw them at the wall and yeah. see what happens. But the the gameplay mechanics I felt were tight. You know, I felt like jumping was really really responsive. Yes, and it had good physics, like you said, with acceleration. Mm-hmm. Like the fur- the more you allowed yourself to accelerate, the further your jump would be. And uh, oh, what? Oh, now speaking of acceleration. Oh, okay. We need to talk about that dune dog. Oh, the dune dog. The dune dog. Man, you want to ride that dune dog? I want to ride that dune you dog. I want to get a good old good ride on that dune dog. Dune dog. The dune, dune dog. Dune dog. The dune dog was a dune dog. It was a dune dog. Dune dog. <laughs> it was like a hot dog. It looked go like a Oscar Mayer van slash whistle that was a small like hot rod. It had, you sat in like further to the back mm-hmm. of it, and then the front of the hot dog stuck out more, and you just drove around in a hot dog. Yeah, in a you, it was faster than you yep. as 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 Rocket, the little robot guy. I uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was kind of fun. Like you you had to get like fifty tokens 50 or whatever tickets. the word tickets. Or, no, fifty sprockets, sprockets, gears, fifty whatever things, they were collectibles, fifty collectibles. Uh, and once you do, you can unlock that dune dog. That dune dog, though. That dune dog, though. And uh, and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, I want a I want a picture of us drawn now in a dune dog, <laughs> and like make a shirt that just says that dune dog, though. That dune dog, though. And then it's just us sitting in a dune dog, <laughs> <laughs> just arms over each other's yeah, shoulders yeah. and big grins. Yep. I uh, maybe yeah. maybe popping a wheelie. Popping a wheelie. I'm that dude dog. I'm that dude dog, though. Yeah, it was it, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, a, a very good choice, I would say, by uh, uh, brick and mortar. It was uh, uh, a lot of fun. I would love. We only really saw that first level, so so it might you know it might expand in new areas. It might brighten up a bit. Well, yeah, I think there was said there was power ups or things that we could get with these token sprockets. Yeah, dealies. they. I think the computer said something to the effect of like when you collect like around seventy ish or something, yeah. you'd unlock like the ability to start fighting monsters because you have like a tractor beam, and then you could jump on guys, but jumping didn't seem like it did anything. Hmm. And I could pick up objects and throw them with a tractor beam, but that was about it. Yeah, it was, and I, and I'm sure it it expands into more stuff and gives you more power ups and everything. But uh, but at a at a quick glance at the game. I enjoyed it. I, I liked the music. I thought the music was pretty well done. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we we couldn't find the the at a quick glance online. The composer didn't pop up very uh, very easily for us. No, uh, we couldn't see, so we can't give them credit. Yeah, but which I I would love to because I I thought the soundtrack was pretty good. I thought it was fun. Yeah, because I, we know they're listening, so we want to make sure that they get the credit. Right. I'm sure Sucker Punch Productions it listens to The Legend of Retro. That Dune Dog Doe. That Dune Dog Doe. <laughs> Is the Dune Dog in Sly Cooper? Man, now I want to know if that Dune Dog isn't in any of their other games. Well, then they're idiots. They're dumb. They're they're stupid. Just dumb. Just so stupid. Big dummies. <laughs> Makes me want pigs in a blanket right now. I don't know why. Dude, I love pigs in a blanket. I love pigs. Oh man, we're just going to like change this to a food podcast where we talk about foods. Ice like. cream and and, mm, and pigs in a blanket. Man, that Dune Dog though. Mm-hmm. Dune yeah. Dog. All right, so. On the 8-bit scale, is this going to be on the 8-bit scale first, and then you're going to let me know if it's worth it, or how do we want to do this? Uh, yeah, let's... Uh, well, you know what? I think it's it's going to speak for itself, so I, I will answer both at the same time. Okay. I would say that it was absolutely worth the purchase on eBay. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I would give it probably about a 7 out of 8. I was going to say the same thing. 7 out of 8. I mean, we haven't had time to get frustrated with the game. Yeah. <laughs> 
which could happen. I mean, it got a little frustrating when we were trying to do some certain stuff, but then we figured out there were specific ways to get to certain places. And, yeah, like and it, some of the controls were wonky because of the camera angles, but mm-hmm. that that's something you just get used to. I would I wouldn't say it's a perfect game. No, uh, but I would say that uh, in hindsight, like I, this is one of those games I wish I had known about when I had an N sixty four when oh, I was younger. Me too. Me too. Uh, because it, you know, there's so many times you would look at it, like if you were at a video store, you'd like kind of you know do a, a sweep of the the section and you yeah. think like, well, all these games are like you know crappy off brand. You know, like you wouldn't give them the time of day because you didn't the trust them. The box art was deceiving on a lot of N sixty four games. E- even the box art, I would say on. Um, uh, rocket robot on wheels it's it's not like it's very deceiving because he's like running around a race like a roller coaster track and that's it yeah it, it almost There's makes you think it's it. a uh, racing game yeah when it's really not it's basically like a mario 64 banjo kazooie like kind of hybrid hybrid uh i would i almost wanted to say like sandbox style but like it's that it's that 3d platformer of that era which gives you a big open area and has a bunch of objectives in that area before you move on to another okay whatever you want to call that it's not quite sandbox but it's kind of close a very confined sandbox like a, a pail of sand yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. All right. Well, uh, so this game, we recommend it. Yeah, we do say you should go pick it up if you don't already have it. Give it a play. And then if you're in our Discord, thank Brick and Mortar for this wonderful suggestion. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm... I'm. Uh, if you're in the Discord, uh, I mean, reach out to us anyway, of course, you know, but... Uh, reach out and touch base. I like, I like to say that. No, that was good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I... Dead Dune Dog Doe. Yes, the uh, well, I will say the uh, the Dune Dog. If we're given the Dune Dog, uh, 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 Dune Dog gets an eight out of an eight for me. Uh, it gets a nine out of eight for oh, me. Man. Oh that, man, that Dune Dog, man, that Dune Dog. Well, no, it would get eight out of eight because hot dogs come in eight packages of eight. What if it's natural casing? Then it's seven. Is it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. And then bun packages come in a case of a package of ten. Uh, I think. Ooh, eight, I think. Is it eight? I'm pretty sure. I ran a hot dog cart for a while. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I'm going to just. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to know more about. Your, nope. Nope. Submit to your knowledge and we're going to move on. I, I, but it, it probably depends on the brand, of course. Sure. Sure, it does. All right. Well, if you like this game and hot us, dogs, let us know in the Discord <laughs> and on our Facebook page, Legend of Retro Podcast. Uh, on there, you'll also see us posting a ton of different stuff throughout the week. We have our uh, In This Day on Gaming or On This Day in Gaming on Tuesdays, and we have NES Wednesdays. Which I like to call wed nest days. Yeah, that was clever. I like that. Thank you. And um, yeah, talk to us about this game, what you think about it, and uh, we'll love to hear from you. Absolutely. And when you're on the Discord, make sure to uh, uh, drop me and uh, Chops a tag and let us know what is your favorite hot dog condiment. No, uh, no, no. What <laughs> ice is cream your favorite flavor? ice cream flavor? Oh, okay. All right. What's your whatever. favorite ice cream flavor? Hey, I, you know, I, either or. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with either of those answers. So let's get into our music bracket for this week. Yeah. We have some interesting choices. We do. Uh, this is uh, this is some good stuff. I, uh, I, I like both these choices. So our NES music bracket choices for this week. The first one uh, is a uh, little game uh, called Nick Kids. If you are a fan of the show and you've listened to us for a while, you know that that Mick Kids episode was hot garbage <laughs> thanks to my brother LPJ. It was uh it was the dark times before Craig it WK was, was on the show. <laughs> uh, I think the dark times are are now. 
still. Yeah. All right, you know they're what? darker. <laughs> yeah, all right, so it was the the it was the lighter times. Yeah, now yeah. we're in the there, darker times. There you go. So the uh, the game Mick Kids was uh, composed by a. Uh, gentleman a gentleman by the name of charles deenan uh who composed the music for the nintendo version uh mick kids if you're not familiar is a uh mcdonald's uh licensed licensed made uh it's basically advertisement for mcdonald's you're you're playing two kids that are helping ronald mcdonald go through oh like mcdonald's land or burger land or something yeah with the world of mcdonald land in order to return ronald mcdonald's magical bag which has been stolen by the hamburglar ah curse that handsome devil that the hamburglar. hamburglar so we're gonna play here the level two theme music yep and let us know what you think say chops uh for a uh a commercial tie-in game to mcdonald's this game has no business having music that is as good as it is it does not i'm upset about it yeah it's uh it's it, it's solid music for kids yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's weirdly good the game I don't remember it because that episode that we did was terrible, and uh, <laughs> I don't remember, remember what my compliments or my comments were for that. Mick Kids but. is actually a, a fairly fun game. It's it's just a pretty basic platformer okay. that has like some weird McDonald's references thrown in. Right, you collect it, like cards or something uh, dumb like that. Don't remember a lot of the details. I just remember that it, it is pretty good. Like the mechanics of the game are pretty set decently. I'm, I mean, you know, if solid. you knew if there was someone here who could tell us about it, they would be here. But you know. We'll just let the silence speak for their choice. R.I.P. <laughs> it's all right. No, we, we miss you, Xander. We miss you, Xander. <laughs> all right. So it's going up against, um, I would say, a contender. It's going to the big times, I feel. Um, well, I mean, let, it's going to have to get out of this bracket first. It's but do. this game uh, that we've got here uh, to go against Mick Kids Level 2 has been composed by a uh, uh, definitely uh, one of the more... Uh, the one of the greats from the Nintendo, uh, Na- uh, Naoki Kodoka, uh, Kodaka. My apologies, Kodaka here uh, has composed a lot of the music for uh, Sunsoft's Nintendo games. Yes, including Batman. 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 Yeah. So uh, Batman on Nintendo uh, is uh, a pretty good. Pretty solid platformer, uh, but I feel like one of the things it's remembered most for is its music. Yeah, the music is probably one of the best NES soundtracks I know or remember from the system. It's solid. Let's uh, go ahead and give Level 1's music, Streets of Desolation, a listen. 
it's real solid. Can we just listen to this for the rest of the episode? Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not entirely opposed. It's pretty great. Okay, I'm going to turn it back up. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, this, it's got... It's got a great beat to it. It builds on itself. It sounds like an adventure, and I picture the game immediately, that first level, mm-hmm. when I hear this song. Yeah, it's uh, uh, the the game mechanics are are kind of fun because you know, I mean, Batman typically beats people up, and yeah. that's his his shtick. But in this game, a lot of the power ups are based around your like batarangs and stuff. Yeah, you got like missiles. You throw your batarang. There's like a gun, kind of quote unquote, that he has. Uh, yeah, it's it's a great game and a great song. Song, wow. Uh, so really, you should just vote for that one. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to be biased on this episode. Chops. Yes. We're letting people vote so that they get their choices be heard. Yeah, your choice your choice would be very well heard if you vote for <laughs> Batman. If you don't, you're dead to me. <laughs> dead to me. Chops, uh, you we 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 wanted the the brackets to go through so that people wouldn't know whatever whatever we all chose. I, I didn't like, choose this one. Is that right? Yeah, no, I totally didn't. I love other songs. Is that right? <laughs> Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So go on to the group page uh, and vote for this one. This, this I mean this bracket, this bracket. Vote for this. Craig, yes. take it over. I'm falling. Take it. Yes, Please, Craig, uh, save me. I. Make sure that you uh, jump in on the uh, Facebook page for Legend of Retro so that you can go ahead and vote in our uh, uh, weekly picks. You also, of course, get a lot of other content from us on the uh, uh, page there, of course. Uh, on top of that, though, uh, there's a few other things, Chops, and I would like to uh, let you know. Of course, we mentioned it earlier, but yes. uh, join up our Discord. Uh, chat with us there. Uh, we're happy to have you. Uh, you know, And uh, if you want to be involved with the uh, Patreon uh, and uh be a winner like uh, brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you uh, jump in on the game genie perk, which is the five dollar Gamezilla Media uh, Patreon perk, and uh, yeah, you'll uh, uh, be able to, you know, have your name drawn in that monthly contest where mm-hmm. uh, we go ahead and let you choose a retro relapse game. And so far, we've had some gold. We've had some really good ones. We've had some good ones so far. I, I was afraid people were going to choose like just the worst of the worst that make us suffer. Well, I mean, I think we both shot ourselves in the foot here by saying that uh, and by me <laughs> kind of pushing Batman. I just realized that uh, now there may be a contingent out there to get me. Uh, and this one may not pass, and I think uh, I just jinxed it. So, if all okay. my machinations come true, chops, yes. then yes, there will be. Uh, there oh. will be. Uh, oh, you're somebody the master. You. You're the master of my chaos. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so. uh, also, if you are a five dollar perk, you get access to the behind the DM screen on our Noobs and Dragons show. So, if you have not listened to Noobs and Dragons, and you're a five dollar perk member, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I, I was about to say no, chops don't get judgy, but I mean, kind of in this case, Noobs and Dragons has been a lot of fun. It's, yeah. uh, it's me and Chops as well as Grim and Jazzy from uh, Gamezilla and Gamezilla Alpha, uh, where we go ahead and play Dungeons and Dragons. It's, uh, it's a ton of fun. It's a great time. It's our first campaign in the Dungeons and Dragons world with Craig as our DM, and uh, mm-hmm. we tend to see some crazy stuff and get really upset about it. So uh, <laughs> that's all thanks to him. But you can listen to all that stuff on our website at gamesofthemedia.com. 
You can follow us on our social media accounts there as well. Mm-hmm. And also, our shows come out live for the GameZilla show on Mondays at 7 p.m. on Twitch and then get posted on Tuesdays. And then the GameZilla Alpha show comes out on Sundays. But if you're a patron, you get it early. Can I? That's another perk. Can I self promote? Yes, you can. Awesome. I'm going to self promote here. If you're a fan of listening to just me That's without correct. shops, I mean, I don't know if I recommend not having chops around, but if you if you need a, a larger dose, oh well, I do commentary tracks over all your all your stuff. You didn't know that? What? How, have you been enjoying my show? <laughs> I just pull it down from the internet and I just go over like, oh, you did a good job with that voice there. Oh, thank just you. Me commenting on things. <laughs> just like, man, this game's boring. First off, <laughs> shut up. I play good games. I've I'm uh, I tease, uh, on I our YouTube channel for Gamezilla Media. Make sure to check it out because I uh, have been running long plays yes. on there. Uh, so if you if you don't mind hours and hours and hours and hours of my content, uh, make sure to check that out. My first game was Final Fantasy VI, which was a ton of fun, and now I'm going through Earthbound, my favorite game of all time. How far are you through that one? Earthbound, I would say, uh, uh, coming up on like maybe the halfway mark here, pretty pretty soon. And how many videos do you have out of that? Have out of that? Fifteen ish. Oh wow! How many did you have total for Final Fantasy? Twenty seven. So this will probably have more than that. I would say so. Yeah. Oh wow! I think so. so There's a lot of good content, a lot of good voices, and a lot of Craig. Well, I said there was a lot of content. I don't know if I said there's a lot of good content. I, I say there's a lot of good voices. <laughs> Thank you. So it's it's a lot of fun doing voices and and you know just tons of goofy stuff like that. So yes, uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a ton of fun. It's a good job, Craig. You, Thank you, you do very good work. I appreciate that. All right. So lastly, if you like the show, rate us on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a review on Facebook because it helps people find us. Yeah, tell your friends. Uh, you know, don't don't be shy. There's there's enough uh, Craig WK and chops to go around for everybody. <laughs> that Dune Dog Dog. That Dune Dog Dog. All right. Anything else? Uh shout out to our favorite of all time. That Dune Dog Doe. And I guess Brick and Mortar for, uh, uh, you know, introducing us. Thank you for introducing us to That Dune Dog Doe. That Dune Dog. Brick brick and Mortar. That was a a solid choice. Well done. And uh, uh, kudos to That Dune Dog Doe. That's right. So we will see you next week when When the the legend legend continues. continues. That Dune Dog Doe. That Dune Dog Doe.